Welcome, addicts, to the Air and Serum Hilarity. That is the Pop Culture Pod, aka the PCP. I'm Carolyn. Joining me, as always, is Chappers. Why? Ne- why now? Really? Oh, because this is your name now. That's yeah, my name now. Yep. Yeah. Hello. I'm Dan Chapman. <laughs> and riding the boards for us. And one of the reasons we're doing this bonus show. Bonus show. Bonus, bonus show. show. Bonus show. <laughs> bonus show. Paul Drillet, how are you? <laughs> I thought he was Hi, stuck Paul. in a loop again. For the people who listened to our last episode titled Deadpool 2 Electric Hellboo Review. Two. Two. Hel- Did you not Deadpool- keep the two at the end? Because it's the t- very important. No, the two's in the big... It's Deadpool 2. I made uh, two copies of it and decided that the second <laughs> copy sounded better. <laughs> You mean the episode where I had no sleep? Yes, yes. I'm vaguely re- aware of it. We inter- we inter- one of the episodes where you had <laughs> Sorry, no sleep. Sorry, one of the episodes yeah. where I've had no sleep. We introduced a new segment to the show called One for Paul, as in um, we've realised that me and Dan have seen a lot of cult movies. You've and seen we bring every up, movie. We bring up well, quite a few. Yeah. But we bring up references and Paul usually asks us where it's from or what we're referencing and we thought, why don't we introduce Look, there's Paul. two reasons for that. Even if I've seen it, Sometimes it's like, hey, we need a fish out of water because some audience members might be like, why do I have to do homework now? Okay. <laughs> That's a good point. Let's get the audiences doing doing homework. Audience, if, audience, if you're listening, which I assume you're actually the audience. He'll have a t-shirt. I'll have a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> audience, he'll have a t-shirt. But we put it out to pull to watch. That's how to deal with an audience. <laughs> but we put it out to pull to watch Big Trouble in Little China. And we, we thought um, instead of doing the review on our usual episode, we would review it separately as an extra episode in our in-between gap. Yeah. We are starting off with the 1986 John Carpenter movie, Big Trouble in Little China, and it is one of my favorites. There was definitely a lot of trouble in, in Little, Little China. China. <laughs> yes. I, I would describe it as quite large. Yeah. Amounts of trouble. <laughs> Lots of trouble. So I have a plot synopsis here of what I understood the plot of this movie to be. Let's, I was going to ask if you could give people the plot synopsis. I'm going to use a line on you that I sometimes use on Carl. Come along, Paul. Paint me a word picture. Word picture. Paint us a word picture. I will will paint you the word picture. Uh, Here's the setup. Magic is real, but only Chinese black magic, because no one else seems to have magic. That's trademarked, by the way, Chinese black magic. Uh, Egg Shen uh, is in his lawyer's office because they think that he blew up a a city block with green fire. Uh, His defense against this charge is by asserting that he's capable of doing that. So that's a thing. (laughs) <laughs> that's i mean if i'm his lawyer i'm a little worried that he what he might say on the stand but okay it's a setup uh jack burton is someone who he wants to defend that's what i understand at this point uh so jack burton has a podcast i guess the eight the 86 version of a podcast only for truckers but only on that frequency but it's, I guess nobody listens, or if somebody does listen, they decide not to talk back to he's, him. It's, he's just he's just broadcasting on a CB radio. It's beautiful. Yeah, as the, the Pork Express. Yeah, that's the name pork, of his pork truck. Chop, yeah. Pork, yeah. Chop, pork chop, chop Express. Express. Pork Chop Express. Uh, yeah, so he's delivering livestock to Chinatown, and he spends, uh, once he's delivered, he spends all night gambling playing a game i don't recognize which is weird for me after a while it's like suddenly there's dominoes i'm like is that mahjong because it doesn't look like mahjong but it could be i, I think don't know they're deciding on a flip of something that because they're going over something odd, in a odd and even odd and evens so it, i guess counting, it might be like a bug or something i think they're counting the flips Maybe? I mean, it looks like... I don't know. Because it sank under the bowl, and they release, and then they start counting it. Man, there was nothing to do in 1986, eh? It's pretty internet. Yeah. Uh, Right, so his friend Wang, he's... uh, (laughs) They're gambling together, and Wang is... I'm not sure if he is happy or sad to be winning or losing until they actually decide to tell you... Because they both keep smiling and having a good time. And then he's like, no, Jack, dude, I need the money, though. And he's like, well, why the fuck were you gambling? You're, you're an idiot. Why would you do that? So he doubles or nothings him on like, no, seriously, I can do magic. Check this out. And he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to split the bottle. I'm going to do that with a knife. And Jack's like, no, you are not. And he doesn't. So he's now in the hole by $1,148, <laughs> which is important for reasons. So having done this, he doesn't trust his friend Wang, so he's like, well, you need to go to the airport? Fine, we'll go there first, I will take you in my truck, and then we're going to go to your restaurant where you're going to pay me the money, because that's where you say it is. So that, yeah. As a level of maturity, uh, for me and Dan's sake, can you refer to Wang as Johnny? Because we're going to just keep giggling. 
No, that's funnier though. <laughs> yeah, because that's Johnny's his name. Funny. That is his name. That's a legitimate Chinese name. What's wrong with you? It is, but it's still Wang. isn't it Wang Li? Like, yeah, is that Wang, his name? Li. Wang, Wang Li is the name of the character. Yeah, it's just the name in Chinese. <laughs> in the, I guess they're. <laughs> it's just because you keep going, my friend's Wang, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> this is deliberate, Carl. Yeah, I, this is planned. I have action notes here. Oh, action notes. Action notes. Dum 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 dum. Action. <laughs> I'm just, I'm loving how detailed this pot synopsis is. Yeah, I was writing it down going like, I don't know what the important parts are. Because like, I watched it first and I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? And then I watched John it a second Carpenter. time with this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so evidently, anyway. Uh, so uh, they go to the airport where Wang evidently is waiting for his fiance to arrive. And uh, Jack being bored decides to look over at the nearest woman and be like, Hey, look, that'll do. And goes over to her (laughs) and is like, Hey, can I ask you? And they have an interchange where Kim Cattrall, uh, character, what is, I don't know what her, Gracie, 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 Gracie that's it. Gracie law, the lawyer, because that's not on the nose. That's not on the nose at all. Thank you. John Carpenter. (laughs) He didn't write this movie. Oh, who wrote it? Uh, I'll get that. Okay. But anyway, Um, whoever wrote it, that's not a very inventive name. Anyway, so Gracie doesn't like him. They say it's Miller time because that's a brand that they have to mention contractually <laughs> for the thing. I can I can tell you, sorry to interrupt just quickly, uh, it was written originally by Gary Goldman, not oh. Oldman, Gary Goldman. Oh, there's another one. David Z. Weinstein. Oh, it was adapted. Not Weinstein? No relation. Oh. It was a later adapted by W.D. Richter. It was also famous is. for? Oh, uh, Buckaroo Banzai and... The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eight Dimension. Yeah. What? Okay, evidently we need a lot more ones for Paul. Like, we <laughs> might need multiples for Paul. Uh, it's, a, it's a very weird uh, movie that came out. It's, it's Peter Weller before... With pre, a name like pre, that, you're kidding. Pre, It's pre uh, Peter Weller, pre-Robocop. It's just pre-sense. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's based on a book series. It's actually yeah. generally a quite good movie. Yeah. So anyways, she's all <laughs> 80s and sassy, so that's who she is. <laughs> you just pretty much summed up Kim Cattrall. Uh, she's all you know 80s what? and sassy. In everything, now I'm yeah. thinking about it. Because Sex now the she's actually 80 and sassy. I don't think she's that old. She looks good if she is. <laughs> but, um... Oh, that's what you get. I <laughs> that was beautiful, I love it. Yeah, this is the most 80s thing I've ever seen. It's just glorious, isn't it? Oh my god. Uh, so then... The three least threatening and most obvious gang members ever <laughs> were able to bring guns and knives into an airport. This is pre-9-11. To kidnap plot-relevant people. Uh, I mean, like... <laughs> I guess things were less strict in the 80s? Oh, yeah, yeah. they were just doing cocaine off the conveyor belts, mate. It was I, brilliant, running around smoking cigarettes right underneath the jet fuel containers. It's fine. Uh, it's got a lid on it's got it's got a lid on (laughs) that's got to be a hell of a lid (laughs) oh my god yeah so uh evidently jack's got reflexes oh but not if you kick his legs with a video game sweep from behind so he falls over due to that guy um, Jack's not the most competent hero you're gonna learn going this this is the thing that I like about it though is like Kurt Russell originally didn't want to take the role. No. Because he'd had a string of flops. Yes. But he was, he was like, convinced. That by, this will be the biggest movie of 86. Yeah, the, the biggest movie of 86. But you you talking about his reflexes. Um, well, he mentions it multiple times yeah. before this. And I'm like, it's okay. So it's all in the reflexes. And he shows it with the, the knife bottle, catch bottle thing. Yeah. Right? That's what that scene's called now. Knife bottle, knife catch bottle, bottle. catch bottle. Cool. So he shows you you can do it, and then he's like, whoa, whoa, this guy is like, this guy is sort of waving a knife around, and I don't know what to do, and he's got no reflexes suddenly, so okay. It's my fa- it's one of my favorite quotes from this movie, when uh, Jack Burton goes, um, like, I told my, like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. Mm. Yeah, well, this is it. That's the first line in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, I, I guess that tells you a lot about what you need to know about him. His first line's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. It characterizes him rather well. Um, yeah, so then they go into uh, the parking garage to get away or to chase them or to whatever it is. Uh, 
I guess airports were less crowded in the 80s because there's nobody in that parking garage. Yeah, I told you, they're all on the conveyor belt doing cocaine. You're not wrong. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they do that, and Jack delivers one of the most forced one-liners I've ever heard. <laughs> son of a bitch must pay. And I'm like, who... Re- not that son of a bitch must pay? Those son of... A- Be more specific, Jack. Come on. I, I thought that fell super flat. I was like, that That was the part where I was like, oh, okay, this is a bad movie. I got it now. Before it was like a funny movie. Now it's a bad movie. Oh, it's a good bad movie, though. I'm getting, cool I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So Jack decides to help these folks who just got whatever. He's, no, he's, still, he's, still, he's sticking with Wang until he gets his money. Well, this is it. He's sticking with Wang. You should always stick with Wang. Through some money. combination of loyalty and annoyance mm. is why he's there, right? But whatever. So he drives his truck at speed through Chinatown because evidently nobody lived in San Francisco in the 80s. It's a very empty movie a lot of the time is I think it what I'm saying. It's, it's quite empty, but I think it's because they've spent it, a lot of it is on those sets and, um, the no, three, and, and three very specific gentlemen's effects. And, and again, I'm not sure I mind what the defense is. It's just the feeling of the movie of being super empty. That I, I'm getting over. I think it plays to it though, because it makes the scenes where there are more people a bit more impactful. Maybe it could be the kung fu movie thing. Yeah, you know what? I, uh, I'll get to that is, in a this minute. This was Carpenter's attempt at a kung fu movie. No, it, I mean, was it? It feels that's it, what he said. This it is does what, not feel like a kung fu movie. It feels like a western. Well, it's funny you should mention that because originally it was written as a western. It was a. a it's going to be set in the 1880s. 1890s. Eight, no, 1880. I'm telling you, it's the 1880s. 1890s was the right. Oh, right. 1890s. All right. Well, let's not split hairs over a few. What's a few years between Friends Day? Yeah. Um, and uh, Jack plus Burton's or minus character a Civil War. was going to be a was going to be a cowboy. Uh, yeah. So, so quite, that's the John Wayne enunciations. Yeah. So it's quite cool that you've 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 gone. But it's more that, of a western. To it, you. It's structured like a western. It's yeah. structured like every spaghetti western, and it's like he's got the the saddlebags inexplicably over his shoulder. He's a trucker. Why does he have sa- like maybe it's just he likes them? But yeah. at the same time, they clearly know what they made. Well, it was it was. I mean, me, me and Carl know this because it's like we said. It's it's a, one of our favorite cult movies. Mm. It was like I said. It was originally written by Gary Goldman. Yeah, and um, I don't know who that is. Uh, Mr. Weinstein. Um, no relation. But no relation. But the producers, the studios, twenty century, twenty century Fox, Fox, didn't like it, so they gave it to Richter to to rewrite, and he came up with this idea of modernizing it and making it with you know, like we said, the Chinese black magic, mm-hmm. copyrighted by the way. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so Raiden from Mortal Kombat shows up. <laughs> no! And you, the, how the, dare you disrespect the Storms? The, the Storms. Yeah, so the three Raidens, the Raiden triplets, they <laughs> show up. That sounds like an awesome band. We are the Raiden triplets. Like a really, either that or a really bad band in a really good venue. That, yeah. that, that or is something wrong with you? No, I've got a touch of the Ra- Raiden triplets. Oh, I've got a touch of the triplets. Oh, oh, they're, they're, oh how bad are they? Raiden. Yeah. They're oh. Raiden triplets. Oh. I mean, I got a bit of the... <gasps> It's Raiden Triplets. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's ra- oh, yes, sir. No, it's Rain, Thunder, and Storm. Rain, Thunder, and Lightning. Okay. Yeah. Three Storms. Which all together. Yeah, and each of them uh, each of them has their own signature weapons. Yep. Because wielding the power to hurl lightning isn't quite enough for them. Or oh, the power of a wind. Uh, yeah, hey. something like that. Hey, don't you knock the power of wind, all right? So one of them... Yes, I've been in the bathroom after you've had about mutton curry, dear. Oh Moving God. swiftly on. <laughs> so yeah, one of them has weird Klingon daggers. And the other one has Kung Fu Extendo back scratchers. Yes. And one of them has helicopter rotors strapped to his hands. Also, no, they're no, immune to the bullets. power of the wind to... The wind? <laughs> the wind. I've Got only it. ever seen that word written. <laughs> you poor thing. Simpsons did it. Family Guy did it. Yeah, I feel like that's the same thing at this point. <laughs> so, but yeah, also they're immune to bullets, and I like their hats. Yeah, they are very damn fine hats. And in response to seeing these guys, Jack sort of takes out his knife and holds it in front of him, going, "I don't know what to do, but I have this knife." So that's <laughs> that's going to come up again. Uh, yeah. So he drives over a wizard, um, sorcerer. This is this is sure. our this is our main. Antagonist. This is Dave Lopan. This is Dave. Oh, it's Dave. Yes, it's Dave, Dave Lopan. Lopan. I love that. There's an evil villain called Dave. That's wonderful. Oh yeah. Uh, Only yeah. Carpenter. 
<laughs> uh, someone in production, by the just... incredible James Hong. Yes, by the way, unbelievably I good. James I agree. Hong. He's I just in everything. everything. Yeah, fantastic. Because I mean, right. like in Wayne's World as well. Yeah, it's just brilliant. The fight scene. Me so wow, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> God, he's so good. He's so good. Also, really good old man makeup later on yeah. him. Right, like super good. Yeah, for eighty six. Yeah. There, 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 there's your budget right there. That's right some there. of <laughs> some of the budget that they never made back. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna. You already know the budgets in there. Well, I, was gonna I ask mean, you. I think. I looked it up later to be like, I wonder what the background of this thing is. It costs between 19 and 25 million. Something like million. 20. Something like 20. It made 11. Yeah, 11.1. And the main reason, and, the, and do you know what the film that beat it, that came, and this was, was rushed. It was released in, at the same time, wasn't no, it? No, it was rushed into theaters beforehand. It was only by, only by a couple of months. It was then pipped out by The Golden Child, which was basically the similar sort of story, but with Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Who has obviously just come off? Oh man, how do you compete with him? He's eternal. No, but this is also just shortly after Roar had been released. I mean, also, yeah, yeah. But I'm doing a callback to previous episodes where we said Eddie Murphy is. Have you not read the T-shirt we're going to make? We're going to make a T-shirt now. Eddie Murphy is eternal. Eddie Murphy is eternal. He might have problems with that. (laughs) We're allowed to. We're allowed to say that as long as we don't use his license. Probably. We don't have to tell them. Nobody tell Eddie Murphy. Like, that if, look, listen, nobody if you know, tell Eddie if, Murphy if you know we have Mr. a podcast. Murphy, don't tell him, all right? Because, look, I don't want to upset the fella. I love his early stuff, but come on. Meet like, Dave? Pl- no. Pl- oh, we don't talk anything post- Pluto do- Nash? We don't talk anything no. pa- post-Doctor uh, uh, Doolittle 2. Yeah. Yeah, not wrong. You're not wrong. There's an embargo on that. <laughs> right, so uh, they show up at a restaurant and Old Man Exposition is there to meet them. And uh, deliver you, some how, exposition. How, how dare you? How dare you? That's Egg Shen. <laughs> yeah, old man exposition. So he tells them a very surface level thing of what's up. Everyone seems to understand him except Jack and also me. <laughs> so that's fine. Well, that's kind of explained away later on, though. No, I got that. I, I got that later. Hmm. But I got like I wrote down a specific line. The most self-aware line in the movie I've seen is. This Lopan character comes out of thin air in the middle of a goddamn alley while his buddies are flying around on wires, cutting everybody to shreds, and he sh- and he just stands there, ready for me to drive my truck tr- my truck straight through him, with light coming out of his mouth. Mm. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> that was a cool fight scene, honestly. That was like that was the moment where I was like, so this is a western, right? Because the dude comes in with the bandoliers mm. and the two guns and does the. The John Wayne sort of shot over the top of the gun toward the other guy at the... Nobody pays attention to the truck. There is a giant fucking Mack truck in the middle of the... Like, nobody is paying attention to, like... They all just ignore the fuck that this thing is here. And I'm like, if this guy just decided to press a pedal, he would crush everybody. You get that, right? Yeah. Like, what if he's on the other guy's side? Really really bad way to bring up antithesis for your hero, though. Really, yeah. He's just mowing down people now. Uh, followed by the least self-aware line, how do you think I feel, Jack? I lost a whole girl. Aww. I lost my truck. How do you think I feel? I lost a girl. Yes, because women are objects. Got it. <laughs> this girl, at least, in the story, she's a MacGuffin, which is, she totally is a MacGuffin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you must save the MacGuffin. Uh, side note, hell count equals one, hell of being cut to pieces. The Chinese have a lot of hells. Yeah. Yep. This literally, the, uh, Lopan is starting to get access to the, the demon. The demon he's trying to appease is at the bottom of the layer of a thousand hells or something like that. I mean, I count four, so he they didn't get very far. Four. There's more in the comics. Oh. Well, I didn't, I didn't read the comics. I watched the movie. Yeah. Did anybody, sure. did any of those like one million people who went to see the movie read the comics? Okay. Well, uh, not at the time because it was only released last year. Yeah. But it is, it is a really, really good comic, actually. It's called, oh, okay. old, it's called Old Man Jack. It's, a, it's a ten, the, uh, basically the sequel. Huh. Set in 2020. So this was a prequel or did the comic come later? Comic coming later. This is the original. Story. Oh, okay, cool. So they made a comic to try to recoup some of their losses on the thing this movie has made money since it's one it's well this is it yeah i mean i can't imagine that they haven't it's recruit back what is made definitely um in a show uh, like a uh, cult screening and oh yeah like cult screenings. I mean, cause and, it, found, it found a really good home for a long time on on their uh, home video yeah and like, you, sorry continue yeah, no i was gonna say even now i still see people with pork chop express shirts or um egg chen's uh tours of san francisco it's the one i always see is the classic movie poster as, yeah, as a t-shirt as a t-shirt yeah, yeah. Are people selling his shirt, though? 
Yeah. Because like his like the tank top thing. Yeah, you can get yeah. the, you can get the you can get replica of the tank. To other, it's, there's a there's a movie shirt site because it's where I've seen the uh, Raul Duke shirt that I want to get. Are we are we being sponsored by them? No, that's why I haven't said their name. Oh yeah, okay. I thought they were called Shirt Site, and I'm like, that would be a great on the nose name for no, 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 for site. What you, for shirt? What you, you told shirts. me not to unless we were being sponsored. Yay! We're we not being sponsored by them. No, we're not being oh. sponsored right, by anybody by, right by, now. By the uh, by the domain name Shirt Site. <laughs> shirt Site dot shirt. <laughs> shirt Site dot shirt. Dot site. Don't anyway. we just want site dot do you, shirt? Do you know the thing that really? <laughs> yeah, freaks, site dot shirt. <laughs> do you know the thing that really freaks me out about this movie though is the original idea of casting. No, Did I, you know this? And I I skimmed it. The studio, 20th Century Fox, originally wanted um, Jack Nicholson or Clint Eastwood for the part. Oh of, wow! Of Burton. And when they both proved unavailable for some reason, <laughs> John Cartman <laughs> managed to get Kurt Russell in. Could you imagine this movie with Jack Nicholson? Can you imagine this movie with... Well, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Eastwood. But it would definitely make it more of a Western. Uh, true to the original um, script as well. No, but you got, you've got to imagine Clint Eastwood saying the line that Paul said. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. No. He doesn't have the humour in his voice to pull, pull that off. It'd be, t- he'd be, it'd be said too serious. Yeah. I mean, if would, you've got... I feel like if they had had Clint Eastwood in on it, they, it would never have turned into a kung fu movie. No, it because you now have western. Clint Eastwood, and of course it's going to like you want to see a western with Clint Eastwood. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Even in the eighties, I think that would have been the thinking. Now, like too busy you know. doing Magnum Force. Anyway, so Jack pretends to be Chris Farley for a while. <laughs> God rest his zombie bones. God rest his big zombie bones. Uh, his bones were the same size. He just liked to eat pizza. Oh, because people used to say like, "I'm not fat, I'm big boned." I just always wondered. Thought no, that was a that's thing. not a thing. Oh no, that's right because dinosaurs are big boned. That person's just fat. No, sure. <laughs> to, to those of you out there who, who may be of the larger girth, I love you anyway. No, bone density will All increase bone. with exercise. So if, you're, if every time you stand up, you're deadlifting 400 pounds, then yeah, the bone density is going to go up in your legs. Well, old body shapes and sizes are sexy. Damn straight. That's what Except I say. for mine. Mine is kind of gross. Also, <laughs> there's a guy in this movie whose body do, shape yeah. I would not choose. Yes. I wouldn't choose his body size personally, but that's, I guess, a personal preference. Oh, I'm just going to do a, a quick call back to, a ne- to, a, to early, early, early episodes before you became our sound guy and sound guy. You mean guy. In, the, in the before times? In the before times. We, do in, we, the, in the big it's before. It's been a while since you've had to do this, dude. In the big before before. But to, to all our uh, old school listeners, I'm sure you'll enjoy this. Ahem! Continue. We used I don't to, get it. We used to cover up the sound of us opening cans by coughing, but, it ne- but we'd we always, ne- we'd we'd never, never we'd do never it in time. We never got in time. You mean that can of delicious, not a brand we're going to name, cola? It's not a cola, it's a beer. Anyway, uh, so there's a giant a green explosion that happens, and there's a whorehouse, and they all run out. And then uh, David Lopin is evidently not keen on subtlety. Uh, no, definitely not in this movie. No. Go get my, go get that woman of mine, please. Uh, like, so he calls the three Raidens and they go, the Trace Amigos Raiden, and they go over <laughs> to get him. And uh, they get her and then they leave with her. Sorry, so I can just, I can just see the Storms now doing the dance from Three Amigos. <laughs> that was the intention, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, with, uh, again, interesting side note, with the brothel scene, um, you know the sweat yeah. on Jack mm. Burton, uh, Kurt Russell's character? That's legitimate. He had flu and fever while filming the uh, certain scenes in this movie. Oh, no, really? Yeah, so that's like legitimately, he's huh. like breaking out into a fever. But because he loves John Carpenter so much and he was, you know. Also, the reason Lopan needs the girl is because it, she needs to marry a girl with, with green, green eyes, eyes to appease uh, the go- uh, a cur- to break a curse that will appease his god. Yeah, they, on, they only mention blood. Yeah, they only mention the green eye thing a couple of thousands of times. Yeah, but movie. she's got green eyes. She's got green eyes. Yeah, yeah. Do you know so, how rare green eyes are? And I thought they <laughs> meant on a Chinese girl, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Anyway, because mm-hmm. I mean, as the brothel lady said, the madam, I guess, says, "I believe that is the technical term." I never walking into a brothel wouldn't know, but yeah, it's, I believe ma- the technical it's term, madam. madam. I've watched movies wherein stuff is. So my, I've watched my, brothels where they make movies. No, I'm just kidding. My granddad brought down one of the biggest brothels in Epsom. That's a true story. That, oh, Is yeah. that next to where they made the salt? No. Okay. Epsom salt <laughs> is from Epsom. It is. It kind of deserves a doctor for that. Kinda. No, not really. No. I really don't. That was awful. What oh. are you talking about? Well, 
That doesn't deserve in anything. Anyway, back to the review. It's like a pig's head. It's just awful. Doctor. Doctor. Thank you. (laughs) Now I'm just getting (laughs) shaky heads from Paul. (laughs) Yeah, so Little Miss Exposition shows up, and uh, she decides to tell everybody... The lawyer. No, 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 the journalist. Oh, journalist, I get The journalist lady is Little Miss Exposition, Mm -hmm. and she shows up to tell every... Even the characters seem annoyed by this, right? (laughs) Like, you got a shot of Grace just going, oh, come on, dear. Are you really not up to... Like, you wrote an article about this three days ago. It's something like that, right? That's the look she gives her. Evidently, he's... uh, Dave here, our, our big bad guy, is not only a wizard, but also a banker. Which makes him evilly, evilly double, uh, evilly no, double evil. He he like owns a business and he owns one of the largest something or others, and it's just like well, no, yeah. he he owns the biggest bank. He owns yeah, the Oriental yeah, yeah. Bank. Like yeah, some, it's just like well, of course he's evil and has all the money. He's lived for thousands, thousands of years. years. The compound interest is alone over two thousand years. Good lord! Yeah, he just started off with one single penny, one red paperclip. There you one, go. Oh yes, you forgot about that guy, eh? No, well, the guy who traded a paperclip for a house. Yeah. Well, he traded it for a lot of other stuff first. But eventually, from a paperclip, he got a house. He got a snowblower at one point in time. Anyway. Yeah. Yes, continue. Then he got a house. I kind of want a house. Anyway. Uh, anyone got a paperclip? Not on me. Oh, darn it. I guess I don't get a house now. Got a broken coat hanger, if you're interested. <laughs> Is that a reference to something else that I don't it's get? It's literally right in front no, of you. No, it's my pop shield. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Yeah, for those of you uh, who don't have uh, smell of vision, <laughs> you can't you can't see that what like the, anyway. We'll take a picture and post it on Twitter. Follow yes. us on Twitter at underscore I pop think culture it's pod. We, I think Is it's that it? Underscore pop culture. Underscore pop culture pod. That's right. I know. I know our branding. Look, kids. This is the pop shield. I'm taking a picture now. Visual jokes on a podcast. podcast. Yeah, marvelous. It's been a while since we did that bit. Hey, everybody, well. everybody so, mention us in the comments of whatever you're getting this podcast at. So, like, to, 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 to before you go through the rest of the synopsis, yeah. how, how do you feel up to this point watching the movie? I'm having fun. You're having mm. fun? I'm yeah. having fun. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good I've understood it? what I'm watching. Yeah, that's it. That's I mean, that's to me, that's what make, kind of makes a good cult movie is, like you said, when you can go, it's kind of bad. I can tell it's a bad movie, but I'm kind of enjoying it as no, opposed I'm, to bad movies that you watch. Forget kind of. I'm having yeah. super amount. Like they've had good kung fu fight scenes. Yeah. People are flying around. On, I forgot how much. It's been a while since I watched like a some good wire foo. Really, yeah, yeah. wire foo. I love that stuff. Like early proper stunt work. Uh, I liked the sort of old school Hong Kong style. Yeah. a lot. Right, and first of all, because it was young me being exposed to different cultures, and it was super cool to be like, oh man, storytelling doesn't always work the same way, and that's awesome. And also they have different ideas about what makes a good fight scene. And that's also super cool. So I was super into Jet Li, super into Bruce Lee, super into like anything about that. I had posters on my wall. I thought I could fight at one point, which definitely never got me in trouble. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we're at Hell Count 2, Hell of Boiling Oil. The Chinese Mm. have a lot of hells. All the hell. Uh, Egg Shen is a bus driver, but also a counter wizard. Egg Shen. No, who? You're the one who said he's Mr. Captain Exposition or uh, old, old Man Exposition. Old Man Exposition. No, but Keep like to your continuity. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll fix that in post. post. <laughs> no, he bloody well won't. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Egg Shen, yeah, who is also a wizard. Yeah, so he's a counter wizard. Mm-hmm. He's not just any wizard. Uh, he also is a diviner, I guess, because he's got some stuff on a, a thing. Like he, bring, he brings out some parchment or vellum or something. And yeah. has some drawings on it and a little skull and three coins and goes like, no, yeah, listen, we can't go now. Now, like, w- what do you mean we could convene the forces at any point? No, yeah, later. We'll have to do it later because this this object said that I have to. And you're like, I mean, okay, you're, you also literally command the fucking sky. So that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm inclined to trust you, my friend. Like, as long as I think you're on my side. I'm, so anyway, uh, Jack is pissed off at elevators. Does not like him. Does, Does not like him. He's just angry all the time. Like, what is this elevator? Let's go down. <laughs> yes, elevators, Jack. They, why is this written in a language? Why is, what is this, Chinese? Yes, we're, in, we're literally in a building. That, like, yes, they're going to write the numbers in. What are you talking about? 
<laughs> you mean you talk a language that I don't speak? I, yes, Jack, sometimes people... Yeah, so we're at Hell Count 3 very soon Again. after. Hell of the Upside Down Sinners, uh, which they land themselves in inside the elevator, but not inside the elevator, where is people it a are... Wa- is in a, basically a, a well. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. A well with a ceiling. Mm-hmm. Of Pretty course, unusual All feature. the best wells have a ceiling. Do they? Yeah, but stop people falling in. Oh, I've been to the wrong wells. Uh, anyway, one of the Raiden triplets has a super swanky suit. Well, they, 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 they all do. They all have... Um, casual dress basically so they work as like um david uh, lopan's uh personal security yeah this but, guy's uh this guy's casual is my fancy yeah because like it's a swanky suit it's that it's, it's purple black with a red tie i mean it, it's a statement suit if anything it certainly is yeah yeah uh also uh i believe that's thunder yeah is it okay how do you know the difference uh rain uh sorry Lightning obviously shoots light. Lightning shoots lightning. Uh, thunder controls the wind. Because okay. Uh, oh god! I mean, the first two are the same thing, though. No, they're, 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 there's thunder, there's lightning, and there's ra- is rain or is it? Uh, do you know what? I can't remember. I've literally spaced on this. Okay, whatever. But like, I don't think they ever mention them. They don't separately. It, it's that there's not. I think it's it's not mentioned, but it's what they're um, cast as. And each, basically, oh, each ability, ability they have is their name. So you're so. saying that in order for me to find this out on a first viewing, I'd have to wait till the things, know which and actors played whom, and then spot the actors that played which ones and be like, basically, oh, that's whatever, who that is. whatever element they're throwing is what they are, is what their name is, I believe. Yeah, so thunder and lightning are different things now? Well, it's thunder, light. It's, they're called the storms, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't write it, Paul. <laughs> I just watched the movie and, and write, learned the names. I didn't write the movie. I just watched the movie. I enjoyed the movie thoroughly, but I, I, I like the rain. I like the storms personally, I, especially near the end. But we'll get to that. Yeah. So we're at Hell Count Four, the hell where people are skinned alive, and something that he says, and I can't tell. It's very fast. It's very fast, but it's the hell where people are skinned alive. This is delivered by Old Man Dave. And this is my favorite Dave, I think, because he's <laughs> wheelchair-bound old man Dave. Yeah, but like he's got more presence in that form than any other time in the movie. I think. I think it's because you're more because it's uh, low pan as as a warrior is very big and gaunting and spirit supernatural. Whereas this is an old man. You're look. You're focusing more on his words. I guess that's true. Yeah, because otherwise he's like set dressing more yeah. than a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's tall. He's a tall man. About seven foot. That doesn't come up a lot in this movie. <laughs> Ten foot. No, no seven. No seven. It's like twelve foot. Seven. <laughs> Got it. So anyway, uh, his rapid fire. I assume Cantonese is very fun and cool. Now I'm assuming Cantonese because this is San yeah, Francisco's Cantonese. Chinatown, so yeah. that's what Ca- they speak there. Yeah, Cantonese. Cool. Uh, yeah, so security now cares, whereas they didn't before, because before they were just like, oh, hey, we're the phone repair guys, and we're going to come in that cool, and they did nothing. So and now it's like, hey, uh, can we just come in, please? And they're like, no. No, you may not, because you asked nicely. Those other guys just barged in. We like that more. <laughs> I don't know who hired these security guys, but evidently things were more relaxed in the 80s. So uh, That was a lot of coke. I told you. They're all off doing cocaine and listening to... Shawaddy waddy. Shawaddy waddy. No, um. Wham? Wham, yeah. Cocaine and wham. So I like to spend my time in the 80s. <laughs> that sounds like I a. I make re- it sound like I'm not older than I am. I was born in 85, but still, you know, look back at the 80s. They were a terrible time for fashion and a wonderful time for drugs. Drugs are bad, kids. Don't do drugs. And a hell of a time for movies. What was that? Wham and cocaine? Wham and cocaine. Wham and cocaine. Cocaine Wham sounds like a really good band name or a really bad band name in a really good venue. <laughs> or. Or a drug, a very drunk, hyper cover band of George Michael. Or the, the kind of sweet treat you'd like to enjoy, you know, wham bars. Cocaine wham. For, for adults, not kids. Oh, no. No. No, we are not, we are not making those. So they have another kung fu, mm-hmm. and at, through the kung fu, they decide to save everybody, and then Gracie on the way out is like, oh, hey, I'm suddenly more curious than afraid, and she gets kidnapped again. They failed. Gracie their... also has green eyes. Yeah. Uh, evidently, it doesn't matter if you're Chinese or not. It's just, You have to have green eyes. It's just a girl with green eyes is to break the curse. It never states. Yeah, 
Yeah, but they said it was super rare, and I'm like, you should. Like, I have green eyes. In San Francisco, you can't find anybody. Like, in 200 years that you've been there, you can't. I think it's got to be that extremely rare contactless, contact green, jade green eyes. Because Kim Cattrall does not have green eyes naturally. Yeah, I know, but I mean... It's, not that, it, that shade of green I've never seen. They naturally. bring it up. They bring up, like, the madam in the place. It's like, Chinese girls don't come with green eyes. And that's the setup that I was like, he needs specifically this girl with green eyes, which I guess is me assuming things. But at the same time, I'm like, it's not that It could be the same rare. thing that Lopan assumed, and it wasn't until, you know, like, buses two came along at once, and he uh, thought, I might as well give it a go. So aside from being... <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh my god might as well give it a go i mean yeah, well oh. he's gonna keep he's gonna keep what um he's gonna keep wang's uh fiance as his bride and sacrifice uh gracie his right so gracie gets put into the same room as uh floaty fiance lady mm-hmm. and uh holy crap she can talk yeah dialogue wow. mm. the MacGuffin can do that Okay, so the MacGuffin can talk. Let me just check with the guys in the back. They said it's okay. Yep. Yeah, so... They will will allow it. And, yeah, so that's weird. So she doesn't say anything through the rest of the movie. She's a complete MacGuffin. She's a non-character. She's not important. I think she gets a little bit of a line near the end in the truck, but I think that's about it. I think she says, like, thank you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I, I say, love I you. Or, like, she's a MacGuffin. It's, she's a non-issue. She I, is the, re- she's the, the thing that's like, we need to save that thing, that object over there that, like, we'll just pick it up. It's fine. Quick, so, save I mean, the Tesseract. I mean, what? <laughs> right? Quick, save the tesser, tesser. I'm I'm getting married to the Tesseract, and Thanos can come at me because I love my Tesseract. Me, I'm going to make a movie called Me and My Cube. <laughs> I thought it was gaming the cube. Oh, even better. Oh, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a reference for you, kids. Oh, Jesus. Do you I don't even know what I mean. The cube. Gaining the cube. It was, a, it was during the uh, early 80s when they were doing all like the extreme sports movies. There was there were, the um, roller skating one was called Gleaming the Cube. Yeah. God. And, oh, that, 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 that does not take me back. <laughs> right. So, old man. That's not, go, that's not going on your list, by the way. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> it's an awful movie. Yeah. So, uh, Old Man Exposition is back, and this time he has an army, kinda. And they go underground, and they... You they... do love to flip-flop on this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing it to, I'm doing it for you, dear. Thank you, love. I'm doing it for you. It's all right, babe. So, hard-boiled there, he's been collecting an army. <laughs> hard-boiled. Yeah. Egg I was gonna go soft-boiled, but that seemed mean. So, they all go underground, where there are giant underground uh, anglerfish things that attack people. Yep. But that was a cool scene, actually, because they're like they come across the water and they're like it's bubbling, and they go, "Oh man, what is this stuff? Oh, it's the blood of the earth." And you go, "You mean sewage? Cool, great. I mean, where you're just under Chinatown? It's poop. It's just the blood of the earth is poo. I hate to break it to you. It's poop. It's poop. Yeah, it is. Everybody so, yeah. poops. Everybody poops but you. And then, of course, <laughs> for the for the for the uh, Christian upbringing, that's concentrated evil coming out the back of you when you were a naughty child. Everybody poops. Catholic is the joke that they're Catholic, going for because yes. it's super specific type of shame that they make you feel. Ah, uh, evidently, it counts shame. bounces to the guilt, the never-ending guilt. guilt. <laughs> so, uh, evidently, the marriage can't go ahead without uh, some sort of showy kung fu display, which is cool. And then they have to uh, they have to run some current through some swords mm-hmm. to make what for the glowy swords, which they are then levitated about. 30 feet in the air. Yeah. So, he, so here's my, uh, here's how the way that this, uh, let's do a rehearsal girls uh, of the wedding. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to, you're going to hold these swords, right? They're going to be glowing at the time. These ones aren't glowing, so it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so uh, they're going to glow and it's going to lift you up there. So make sure that your grip is strong, but not too strong. They're sharp and they're going to be a bit hotter than these ones. So do be careful. No, you can't have gloves. I'm sorry. It's part of the deal. <laughs> So, uh, once you're up there, what I need you to do is hold on with one hand, uh, and without losing your balance now, you need to reach over and uh, just, just gently touch this orb. Just gently gently touch this orb, okay? And if you can do that without dying, then uh, then that'd, you get to marry this guy. That'd be tops. That'd be great. And then, so, and, and, uh, so and let's I go. Want to, Paul, I want to see you write and direct an episode of Don't Tell the Bride. That would be absolutely fantastic. No, I, Real talk, excellent show. Excellent, excellent TV. Like I will not apologize for liking that show. Oh, I wish you would. Don't apologize in the slightest. I love Don't Tell the Bride as well. 
What's wrong with you, baby? Right, so that and say yes to the dress. Oh, say so yes to the dress is absolutely Such a amazing. Good show. So, anyways, they podcast. they managed me. <laughs> Look at his face. He's generally shocked. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Jesus Christ! My mum and sister watched this crap. Hey, hey. Have you actually sat down to an episode? Yes. Or two? Like what? What was? Your, I don't uh, like reality TV. Yeah, so, okay. well, you watch Ridiculous Six, so you know. Here's the thing: we got I an, watched one. Enjoy. Very stoned. <laughs> So what we got to do now is start a new side series, one for Carl, where we get him to watch episodes of I things with it. things with pretty ponies and, and hey, wedding dresses. Hey, friendship is magic. No, it actually, is magic. Paul, screw that. We'll just you know we'll we'll get some onesies. We're snuggling up and on the on the sofa. Me and you will just watch. Don't tell the bride and say yes to the dress. Screw Carl. Oh man. Yeah, like, I said it. <laughs> yes, yes, totally with you. But may I make a suggestion, Kigurumis? Uh, yes. that, even better. It's like a onesie, but better. Dan, do you know what a Kigurumi and sh- is? And shaped like Pikachu. Yes. No, he doesn't. You That's don't, fine. Do you? No, but I'm they're just... A... Ja- they're Japanese? So anyways, there's D&D <laughs> beholders in this Apparently movie. Not. Yep. Yes, there are D&D beholders out there. So, uh, or at least one. I don't know if there's only one of this thing... But it's kind of cool. And like, this is the part the where we get eyeballs. Yeah, that's it. And oh my God, no, please, what is that? Don't tell me. A guardian, what it sees. Lopan knows. <laughs> Got it. It's a guardian. And then yeah. Lopan doing his best Charles Xavier impression. One hand. One hand. Into the temple. Oh. oh, later he does even better. He does two hands onto the temples, oh, which yeah. is like extra concentration. That's because that's how that works. That's how you open up your mind's eye. That's true. Side note, uh, Neon neon Fang Skull Place would definitely be my first choice of wedding venue. Yep. Yes. Probably why I'm not married. (laughs) Oh, no, Paul, I know some women that would quite happily agree with you and get married in Neon Fang Skull Place. Literally, I'm pretty sure I can get two on the phone How afraid should I be? Uh, It depends. How long do you want the wedding to be and how long would you like to keep your penis? About an hour indefinitely. Marvellous. Right. So uh, that narrows it down. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my phone book gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for real, I love this set because it is the most preposterous yeah. thing I've ever seen. Isn't it just in so just brilliant. the most deliciously 80s? Like, is this a club? Because I would totally, like, if this were a metal club and replaced the green with red, and that's like fucking heavy metal. I was waiting for Axl Rose to start strutting out at one point. <laughs> Mate, Slayer. With yeah. that skull, with the fucking fang skull, with the neon, she's like, Cooper. Okay. Just waiting for he Ozzy had those kind of just, sets anyway. Just That's waiting what I mean. for Ozzy Osbourne to wander past, wondering what he's doing. Sharon! Right. Sharon! Right, so on the way down to the final fight, uh, they prepare themselves through the power of drugs. <laughs> that is true. What is it? It's a magic potion. Yeah. What's in it? Uh, well, thunder and lightning and, um, and fire, all that stuff. Cool. What do we do with it? We drink it? Yep. Yep. Thought so. Thought so. <laughs> I, I love It'll that make line. you see things that can't be seen. It'll make you do stuff you can't do. It's fucking acid, man. Oh, it's book fast. Marvelous. <laughs> I guess. I've... Oh, God. <laughs> it's fortified wine. I got forbidden to buy fuck fast at the last progress show, and it was a punk-themed wrestling show, and that upset me. Wow. If I'm going to do something punk, you need Bucky. Are you, are you aware of book fast, Paul? No. It's a, a fortified, strong... And I'm going to use air quotes for this. So again, visual, visual jokes, jokes on, on a podcast. podcast. Do air quotes really get the full treatment of that? Wine. Really? Got it. Um, Thank that, you for the air quotes. That's been made famous by all of the old school punks who would drink it to get absolutely off their nut. That and Merry Down Cider. I, mm, now, Down. I, have, I have a feeling about why that is. Is it because it was a fine dining experience to drink this stuff and it was really nicely balanced? Or maybe it was cheap as fucking balls. There you go. Yeah, uh, more of the more of more of the latter than the former. Indeed, cheap yeah, as about, fucking it's about, balls. It's about yeah. a tenner. It's about a tenner a bottle now. But um, dude, I used to know it's a place like twenty odd percent. I used I knew, legitimately knew a place in Camden that used to be able to pick it up for a bottle of it, a liter of it, for one pound fifty. I miss old Camden, but you can't get it anymore because they don't they don't make as much of it anymore. That's, That's why true, it's more expensive. Don't. I miss old Camden. I'm gonna, I might buy some we all miss old keep, Camden. I'm, I, might, um, I might buy some bottles and keep them in a private reserve. Anybody who might be coming to London, don't go to Camden. No, there, there's no Camden in Camden anymore. No, you can still go to Camden. You'll enjoy it. But I remember, you know, the tail end of the heyday. Yeah, mm. me when too. When I first moved to London, legitimately, the first thing I did was put my bags before down. The first fire, before the first fire. Yeah, right. before the first one, yeah. Right, so Dragon Ball Z yelling works in this movie. Yeah. Hi! And uh, those weren't sound bites. That was me and Dan. 
I know you clipped everything. It was great. Yay! It'll sound fine. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, um, Wang is a badass. Evidently, <laughs> Wang is a badass. Wang is a badass. <laughs> I will never not laugh. Right? <laughs> Don't ever not. Oh, I won't. Don't ever not not laugh. Uh, so fight choreographies, fight choreographers seen here not winning an Oscar. <laughs> Because it's schlocky as hell, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Oscar no likey. Oscar no likey. Ah, this movie wasn't going for Oscars, to be fair. You're kidding. Really? No, no I'm cold. There wasn't even a single world war in it. Hmm. Or, 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 or an Italian boxer with turtles. Right. <laughs> people forget that one best picture. Yeah. Mm. You know what else people forget? Is best best makeup. No, no, people don't forget that. Yeah, best hair and makeup. Best hair and makeup. Squad. Yes, Mr. Stuart Green, we referenced it. Yeah, mm. thank you, Stuart. Thank you for that. I will, it's I, the I, gift I will, that keeps will, on giving. I will not <laughs> thank him. He, right, so he, now he that knows Jack, what he did. Right, so now that Jack is on drugs, Gracie likes him. Yeah. But, yeah. That's how it works. Right. Because he crit. can do stuff he couldn't Bitches do. And he crazy. can see stuff he couldn't see. Yeah. And she's super impressed by that. Having... Also, it's Kurt Russell in the fucking 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that did very, yeah. I know nothing about Kurt Russell in the 80s. He was a god. It was like Kurt He's Russell. He's still a god. It was like Kurt Russell in the 90s, but better. Oh. Yes. I like Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy, but younger. But younger. Was Kurt Russell in Tron, now I'm thinking about it? No, that's he... Jeff Bridges. That's Jeff Bridges. Yes. He had similar hair. Yeah, it was the 80s. They all anyway. I'm uh, so I maintain that what the this hell is, is not party in the back. I maintain that what the hell is not a catchphrase. What the hell? Yeah, he he leads this up with you know what old Jack says. You've been Who? sitting on this Kurt Russell impression all that time. What the hell? Uh, okay. Do short people <laughs> short what? It's a Family Guy reference. Don't worry. I don't watch that show anymore. I was it's an of... old Family Guy reference. Was it? Because the I... one where he eats all the quarters and he's doing countdown races. Oh yeah. Chris shouts, "Do short people." Got it. <laughs> oh hey, look reflexes. Oh, they work. That's they work evidently. Good knife. Yeah, it was Goodbye, okay. Mr. I like that he misses it first. Mm. I like that whole theme. That was okay. So uh... expectations averted. It's oh no! All in the reflexes. Oh no! My reflexes caused an earthquake. <laughs> I've been told that by women before. Liar. I mean, no, but but the the preamble the, that, the, 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 the preamble that sentence is: Why do you think for one second that your reflexes cause earthquakes? They don't. Put mm. your pants back on and go away. Oh, that that took us. You you thought you'd save that with that, and it didn't work. But that was almost a joke. It's okay. We can't win What's all. Like of when them. I take my pants off. <laughs> there you go. That's there, the there Dan. it is. There it is. That's the, that's the button. There. That's the Dan hey. we all know and love. Uh, right. So one of the Raidens. Like a timid hedgehog. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say that again. Just because it looks like a timid hedgehog. It's the exact opposite of what are the Raidens? What one of the Raidens looks like? Yeah. Because he gets ah. so angry that he inflates to the size of I. That's, yeah, he basically... Are you really going to defend this scene, Carl? Yes, because he gets so angry, he explodes! (laughs) Say that again, but slowly. No, for real, what? That that made no sense. He gets so angry, he explodes. I'm aware of what you you said. All right, okay. That was the stupidest fucking... You watched this entire movie up to that point, and this is the thing that you're having trouble with. This is the clincher. This is what makes you go, nope, I'm done. You accept all the drugs, Egg Shen, Wang, (laughs) Dave. Wang and Dave. And Dave. But it's like Chaz and Dave, but it's a Chinese couple. The fact that one of the Raiden triplets explodes... Through anger, and also with one of the some of the best, uh, I honestly thought. When, I keep seeing the clip, and for the, the longest time, were I wonderful. thought for the longest time, when you see the like exploding face, I keep forgetting it was from Big Trouble in Little China. I kept thinking it was when um, thingy explodes in A Meaning of Life, Mr. Crusoe. Yeah, Mr. Crusoe. Yeah, that's what I constantly thought it was. It was Crusoe exploding, but it's not. No, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's from it, Big Trouble in Little China. Are- the that effects are beautiful. Really, really like, let, let me say that again. It's beautiful. Really, really goddamn well made. 
But but that was the part where I was that's like, your sticking point, is it? Well, no, I don't know. Like <laughs> I I, the think... whole time I was having fun in this part, I was like, so they're not going to fight though, because I was hoping for like a cool fight. No, no, each one of them just basically has a bit of a meltdown and explodes. Yeah, and they all. Go I think up. it's because Lopan's died, and their their existence was dependent was on dependent on him and his magic. Lopan. Yeah. Once again, not explained in the movie. So like that part was more confusing than cool to me. But like, all right. The whole uh, See, man stress is a killer. Literally blew up and exploded. <laughs> Whiplash. Whiplash. <laughs> that was far too fast for that line, but okay. It was more of an agreement. Whip. Anyway, so he fl- he inflates Thick. like a balloon and then explodes. Then uh, the bad guy's dead, so the remaining Raidens are also angry and they destroy their base because reasons. Yep. And then they all have to get out while they... Uh, and an ending that reminds me a lot of Super Metroid. You, you've defeated the big bad guy, and now, now everything is yeah. blowing up. Yeah, now you've got to escape. Yeah. I'm now wondering whether the makers of... Because you did this in the original Metroid 2, and I can't remember which one came first. Yeah, Was the, one it, influenced by the other, I the wonder? Chi- you know, the chicken and the egg thing. Which one is it? Well, I don't know. Oh, the right? chicken and the egg Shen. The chicken and the exposition man. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sticking with the pronunciation of Exposition Man. Exposition Man? Yes. You said Metroid 2 or Metroid 1? Uh, well, Metroid 2 was a Game Boy game, so that was like 90s. Super Metroid was SNES, so that was later, but just the original Metroid 1. Mm-hmm. So that would have been 80... Drumroll, please. Well, uh, 86. That's what I'm, I'm just doing a game. Was that 86? Do, doing a Google. No, yeah, I'm, I'm watching you do a Google. And it's disgusting, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Eighty six, you're right. August eighty six. So this would have been in development around the right around the same time because this uh, this came out in like July. Okay, maybe so there's some kind of link there. If anybody out yeah. there in, in our audience land knows, just that just, a link might, to just that, might be a coincidence. Just put you yeah. know, give give us a shout out on Twitter. La- lateral thinking seems like it could be a coincidence, but if mm-hmm. there is some sort of previous work that they're uh, calling back to, then that would be no. Cool I too. think this is an original screenplay. Don't no, mean but this if, they, an, if they're that, both adaptation of anything. No, I, I know that. But if there's some sort of plot point in something, like, I wonder. I'd like what... to think that there was some kind of weird link between that and this. Like well, no one came up with the idea of the love story, right? So that, that it existed somewhere, but other stuff. Uh, were sorry, like... Romeo and Juliet did it. Well, yeah, that no. was the first love story. Apparently, according to somebody uh, I spoke to, excuse me. It, but, apparently, it, according to somebody I spoke to the other day, who will remain nameless, Romeo and Juliet was the first love story ever written. First, I've had to carry that around in my head for a few days, gentlemen. You, you've let that mull over a little yeah. bit, haven't you? Yeah. And how many different examples have you found that predate Romeo and Juliet? All of them. All of the ones. All of them. Lash. That's how. Sl- that's how fast <laughs> you do it. <laughs> nice. I knew you were going to come back to it. Yeah, <laughs> I was setting up for it. Ooh. So, uh, so they get back having defeated the big guy, and they celebrate in the in the best way possible. I think at a Chinese restaurant, laughing, drinking, and eating cool, delicious fucking Cantonese yeah, food. God damn it, we need to go for Cantonese food for like we're all for going reasons. out. Well, mm, for good reasons because uh, on next time's uh, the main show. We're going to be covering, I'm sure, a celebrity death, and I'm in honor of that guy. We're going to go to find a place where the fucking paint is peeling off the walls. Yeah. And we're going to eat some fucking delicious noodles. I know six such places in London. Let's well, go I'm to down. all of them. Right? I'm down. So, and no, nobody gets to know what these are, who this is. Listen to the next podcast. It should be out next but week. But I am, um, yeah, yeah, I'm up for that, man. Definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, so they're celebrating in that way, and this was the the part of the movie that really got me to be like, oh, that's super cool, actually, is the he, he wanders off into the sunset, but mm. in a way that it's like, you could legitimately just stay here and start a family. Yeah. You get that, right? And she's just like, we could also legit just hit the road, and like I'd just be with you on the road, because that's a way you can do it, too. You want me to join you? That'd be awesome. And he's like, eh, you know... I was only into you because I was on drugs. So I don't know if I'm in the right place for this. I'll tell you what. I've ended many a relationship with that exact line. Yeah, you have. (laughs) Who are we kidding? I've never been in a relationship. I don't know. You're still talking to your right hand, aren't you? Um, Only because Lefty won't return my calls. (laughs) And I'll I'll tell you again. It's because you won't look at him directly in the... I'm I'm blind in my left. I'm blind on my right. I can see my left. I know that things came up in the wrong direction, but I wanted to do the joke anyway. The um, I'll tell you something interesting as well. Do you know the, the the final song, the closing song of the credits? Yes. That is a band called the Coupe de Villes. Mm. 
And that is made up of John Carpenter, um, his AD director, and another guy whose name I can't remember. I know, I've been to a Coupe de Ville's gig. You, you have been to the Coupe, Coupe de Ville's, Ville's gig, gig. Yes. yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen John Carpenter perform the music from his band and um, his movies. Oh, I forgot to say that. The fucking music was killer. Yes. It's dope. It's it was Carpenter and a synth. What more do you yeah. want? I'm telling you, right? the, 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 the first song, the intro song, was enough to make me go like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. That's fine. If the soundtrack's the, like, I want to get the soundtrack now. This is great. Dude, yeah. I am so I'm so happy that it's you a fun enjoyed movie, this. Man. I don't know. I it was a fun movie. If for what it is, it's is not like a this is not a life-changing uh, drama. It's not a beautiful cinematic masterpiece. What it is is so it it's like it reminds me why I like going to movies with friends and then going to a pub afterwards and being like, "What the fuck did we just watch?" Yeah. <laughs> right? It's it's Can what, we figure out what we and we try to do it over I consecutive beers. I personally think that's one of the key antithesis of a cult movie. Of a, yeah. Yeah. is the fact that it gets you talking afterwards of like, why the fuck did that happen? What the fuck happened to that, that guy's, guy's head? head. <laughs> um, that was my question for most of their heads. Yeah, they, they exploded. That, I mean, that's I was referencing was... the 80s hair, but okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. No, the hair exploded as well. Before they exploded, the yeah. hair exploded. Kim Cattrall, first of all, I was weirdly unaware that she had a career before Sex and the City because um, I've never seen anything with her in it. She she did well. She did Porky's and Police Academy as well. The yeah. first one wasn't she in Mannequin as well? She's in Mannequin. She's in Mannequin as well. Those are definitely things I've seen. There's a hmm. very awful movie. Weird, strange. Thing. Uh, she's called the the Howler in Porky's. I've yeah. not seen that. That's on the list. Um, and uh, Wait, she's not was... watching Porky's too, though. Oh no, we no. don't talk about Porky's Revenge. Oh. Um, it's terrible. Uh, number th- and the uh, and she's in Police Academy. She's the f- love interest for the, for Billy Crystal. Not Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal has never been in Police Academy. You're thinking of Mr. Gutenberg. Sorry, Steve I Gutenberg. I always do that. Well, they kind of are interchangeable if you look at their faces. Yeah. Steve Carell. Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Billy Crystal. Lou Reed. Oh, yeah, you go. Yes, I can see where you're coming from. There. I've never noticed the Lou Reed one, but I get what I you mean. I think I've just got face blindness from my memory now because I can't think of any of their faces. Well, it's better than actual blindness. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I Betty think... Crystal's the guy that wasn't in Ghostbusters. That, okay. that was Bill Murray. Yeah, he wasn't in Ghostbusters. He wasn't in Ghostbusters. Oh. But yeah, we as we've, we've already that talked. narrows it down to only. What, <laughs> but do you, can you? So you? So you? Would you watch this movie again? I mean, I did. Yeah, for in preparation for this e- I mean, uh, episode, it, I mean, I watched it, recreationally. Would you go ahead? Lazy I'd, Sunday yeah. afternoon, ah, nothing a, on. Well, here's the thing. I'm. I really just don't do that ever. I don't watch okay. movies again because, like, I I watch the movie and there's a lot of movies and I want to watch the movies I haven't seen. Uh, so typically, unless somebody like wants to watch a movie, this is why I don't really buy DVDs. I much mm. prefer having a, like a Netflix type service yeah. or mm. you know an Amazon type service or whatever it is. Something that kind of keep updating, refreshes well, like, itself. Well, not only that, but because the I like it for discoverability of weird stuff. So like getting me mm. to be like, would you watch this again? I'm like. I don't want, I don't really do that. Did Are I you... like it? Yeah, I loved my time with it. That was super fun. I mean, also though. Movie, you, mm, yeah. Sorry, do you understand? But do you pre, you can understand why people are like that. It has why it's following. a cult movie? It seems super of its time in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, I mean, is it cult like now? When was yeah. this thing culty? Like nineties? Now? No, it's still now. I mean, still now. I mean, still now. you'll still you get could, people you could go on. who'll have who'll do showings of Big Trouble in Little China and similar eighties movies, and particularly Kurt Russell movies. Yeah. And, and Carpenter movies. Carpenter movies, and people will show up more for Big Trouble in Little China than if, other stuff. I think the perfect showing for this to show off Carpenter's skills mm. with Kurt Russell would be some people go, oh, well, uh, put the thing on afterwards. No. Mm-mm. What you do, my friend, is Big Trouble in Little China yep. and the Escape series. Ooh. I, I, but I, I would bookend it with Thing, though. Oh, no, yeah, to bookend it with Thing, but it's, it's still got that now. To, to this day, you've still got people going, oh, yeah, that movie. And, it's, and like, the things you pointed out as well is they go, oh, it's really cool because... This thing happened, and it's it's kind of weird and bad, but it's also really, really good. What's really... There's something about the So Bad It's Good that I don't think this is that. I don't think this is So Bad It's Good. I think it's just a a good movie. Yeah. It's, it's nothing special or particularly crazy in terms... Like, it, th- this is not one of these life-changing Citizen Kane moments oh, no, in no, cinema. Oh, no, no, I agree with you 100%. But when I say it's good... But you can see why it's somewhat... It could be people's favorite movie. Is it people's favorite? Yeah. Really? 
Huh. I I don't see that at all. I mean, I don't see this as like good cinema. I see it as good movies. If yeah. that makes sense. No, I, I get that. Yeah, that's me. it. Yeah, yeah. I so dig, I dig it, what you're now. Yeah. I mean, my favorite cinema movie, my favorite bit of cinema, still is probably going to be Saving Private Ryan. Oh God, I st- I, I now thinking about it still feel like I'm getting punched in the chest. Oh, if, if it's, it's yeah. if we're talking cinematically, for me, it's The Dark Knight. Right. Yeah. yeah. However, my favorite movie is probably True Romance. Back um, to the Future Part Two. I do apologize. Back to the Future mm-hmm. is my favorite. If we're talking movie, movie is like a popcorn movie, sort yeah. of what we're going to call that, right? Like I want to, I want to do something of a. I finish my work day at yeah. fucking three in the morning because I work stupid hours and I want to watch something. So I, would I would I go again? I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to be with the right people. Do I like it? Yeah, sure. All right, well, one, this, one, I'm glad I watched this. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, one of the one of the final questions I think we'll ask is: mm. um, Would you recommend would you recommend it? it to a friend? Would you recommend it to somebody? It depends on the. I, I think that's where it's. I definitely know people who would not enjoy this, and they tend to be the people who are like, "Well, I re- I really prefer independent cinema. I yeah. prefer sort of old school German stuff. I prefer drama. Uh, old school German movies, you say." Sorry, old school German movies. You said, yeah, like the the sixties, man. Like they oh. had like they had cool evidence. I don't know, fucking like art school shit. I was gonna make an I was gonna make a Nazi joke. I'm there, glad you didn't. But, but Thomas Dennis Cook's not here, so no. <laughs> I mean, also, I don't really know that. What? Oh no, it's uh, outside back, baseball. Back, but, back, um, got it. back, my former co-host of Off the Reels, uh, my podcast that has for the time being been laid to rest. Um, we'll see what we can do about that. We, yeah, we're working on some stuff. Um, foreshadowing. <laughs> um, Tom um, has an affinity for the World War Two, um, yeah. partic- particularly the losing side. Well, it's not. It's not so much. I want to make it very clear right now. I do he not is want, not a I, Nazi. I am not going on record. Mr. Thomas Denicook is not a Nazi, nor a Nazi sympathizer, or anybody who was right wing. No, I don't or think anyone. What would, they did. No, but he has that thing where when you tell people that you're into like World War Two, they assume that they you... assume straight away. Oh, that's cool. So what? You like the Nazis? Uh, it, it, it's particularly. In, it's a bit. I don't know. Maybe it's just what? a weird, particularly English thing. Yeah. And you tell me, I go, no, I'm interested in all facets. And I unless you're over eighty, unless day. you're over fifty, you generally assume that you're into the war because of the Nazis. Yeah, that's what <laughs> this this kind of weird thing. That anyway. So yeah, that it's was a weird that was stereotype. Gonna be, that was gonna be my throwaway have. joke. <laughs> I really don't get that anyway. But no, yeah, that that this was a great movie. I thought well, no, it was a good movie. I liked it. I liked it. Good, that's and cool. Would you? There, there was enough to be snarky about that. I think it hit that nice point for me. But, uh, you know, look, I, I watched it twice. The first time uh, was to just watch it and experience. The second time was to take notes for the show, uh, where all of the best jokes came from. Thank you, notes. You know, I'm, I'm going to shout out the idea of notes. That's a weird thing to shout out. Anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, let's wrap. Let's stick a yeah, ball sure. in this puppy. Um, so we should probably do the next episode. Let's stick a ball up this puppy. What, I'm also picking we'll, you up on that. What? Stick a bow on this puppy. You never heard that expression? A bow. Oh, up. oh God. Up. I thought you said up a puppy, dear. No. I heard you said that's a weird thing to say with this puppy. I heard you say on this puppy. Okay, thank you. A ball in this what now? A bow. Got it. A bow on this puppy. He's making hand gestures, fellas. Ah, I see. Tie the thing around the woof woof. Got you. That's all you have to say. (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. I feel like we should choose the next one for Paul. I thought we were going to do that on the next show, but we, if you want, we can do it on this one. I feel like this would be a nice way to do the continuity. Yeah. Um, all right. Then me and Dan were discussing this on the way here, and we actually did ask you before the show if you'd seen it. But, um, oh, sure. We, we decided that we're going to go for the Mike Myers classic so from I'm... 1991. Aston Powers? Nope. So, so I, I Married an Axe Murderer. I have never seen that, no. Awesome. Do I not get a choice this week? Uh, no, because no, cause, me, this is, this is kind of to see how you are in our sensibilities. Cause this is one, this is basically one, one of mine and Dan's bonding movies. I, okay. Before I really, I, I knew of Carl, I'd seen him. And then one night in the pub, I heard We were him, friends through friends. Originally. We were friends through friends. I heard him quote a direct line from this movie. I've never heard anybody else quote a direct line from this movie. <laughs> I'm a huge it movie was, fan. Was, He's a huge movie fan. And my head swiveled around like something out of The Exorcist. Nikki was in my way. Who the, said that? It was Nick. Yeah, Nikki was in my way at the bar and I went, Hid Dune! And I, 
And I spun around. I was like, ha, you, you know that movie. Right, I'm going to talk to you for the next hour and a half on why that's a good movie. We are now friends. Congratulations. Yeah, and that was it. That was pretty much it. So what you're Did saying is... Did we just is, become best friends? Yeah. Yes. So what you're saying is, if I don't like this, then the, the show's Then over. we're looking no, for a no, new no, host. No, 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 no. No, of no. course not. No, I got that. We, I got it's just, the show will go on. We'll just bury you. It's, it's fine. No, 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 no. Basically, we want, we want you to be in on it because it's something that we reference that you might not be aware. We're, it's something that we reference where you might not be aware that we're referencing. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like I need to be getting getting in on the references. So, okay, yes, so the, the, the next one for Paul is going to be So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yep. Presumably I Married Mike Myers, which I did. That's cool. Yep. Hey, Canada. <laughs> Go us. <laughs> There's a lot of Canada reference in this movie, actually. Yes. It's a and Mike Myers Scotland. movie, of course. Well, of course, Scotland and Canada. <laughs> I mean, also, Mike Myers is Canadian. Have so you never been guaranteed. to Nova Scotia? <laughs> I live there for a while. Yeah. Oh. Lovely, lovely place. I've never been. Cheap Lobster. Good to know. Cheaper than chicken some years. Anyway. Now, there's the name of your band, Cheap Lobster. And on that note... <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore popculturepod. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore popculturepod. And you can follow us on Facebook at pod pop, pod pop culture. I'm on Twitter at halfline1989. I'm on Twitter at danblues and booze. And I'm not on Twitter. Yep. Uh, you you can join us next next week next week gentlemen it's not we're even doing, two weeks anymore we're doing next, more shows we're doing we'll be doing uh, we'll be we're back great. with you next week with our with our usual uh, recap of the nerdy news where there are some trailers there is unfortunately a death yes but until then we will catch you I've been Carl Rowland I've been Dan Chapman I've been Paul catch you in next week, week. Peace. peace Dragon Ball Z yelling Hi-ya! wang